0: Bij Burger King gebeuren spannende dingen. Wat dacht je van een classic cheeseburger, chicken nugget burger of Sunday voor maar 1 euro per stuk. En dat is nog niet alles. Alle King-deals
1: zijn maar 1 euro. Haal ze nu alleen bij Burger King.
2: Boo! Good afternoon and welcome to the Royal Blue Podcast. It's me, Greg O'Keefe, and this week it's Tony and Gav. No Phil is on a day off. So we'll, um, we'll crack on because there's plenty to discuss. We'll start with West Ham, Sunday's opponents. And um, I think the kind of the moods in the two camps will be a little bit different going into the game. Uh, West Ham on the back two wins, and Everton, as we've uh, mentioned in a podcast that's been <laughs> described a little bit too negative by some uh, <laughs> earlier in the week. Uh, Everton winless in five. Uh, that's not to say we've been beaten on, you know, in the last five. There have been some bright points, but I still think I've, it's fair to say that. We're not playing them at the best time, are we? Because they're coming with the, with the tails up a little bit.
0: Yeah, yeah. I think they've got a run of hard games after us as well. West Ham, sort of like our uh, December as well. You know, they've got like a, a, a few hard away matches. Um, yeah, I think they've won two and drawn on one of the last three Premier League games. Obviously, last night they had a good win against Chelsea where he played really well. Um, got Antonio playing sort of in and around the front as well, which is, you know. He was cracking effective. last season, wasn't he? But yeah. they quiet. Yeah, I mean, they changed the game of Goodison, didn't they, Antonio? Yeah. Um, so, I think, um, yeah, they are a bit of a, having said that, we had a bit of a bogey team for them, aren't we? I think last year they'd gone, they've gone 18 games without getting beat, you yeah. know, counting the air penalties use out thing as a, as a draw. Um, but they are running to form, they're settling into the, appear, you know, crowds of the side, <laughs> settling into the, the, the stage, the new stage, yeah. a a bit better. Um, though they, they they're not really,
1: uh, showing the sort of you know the attacking flair they showed last year, They're the guys no. results aren't they? Yeah, so what what you make of that? I I really fancy having to get results on on Sunday. Uh, reason being, I think yet they've come into form West Ham, but I think last night's game would have took a lot out of them, and they did make I think he made two changes, Slav and Billet, to the team. So none of the none of the players more than likely will be playing against at Goodison on Sunday. Yet they'll have the, the day rest, but I think Everton. The players in the camp, they've had a free week and they will be chomping at the bit now to try and put things right. The runner of games have been poor, but I think it's about time we get get the results. Full house again on Sunday, so I think I think it's about time Everton got the three points.
2: I mean, You would hope so. One player who, there's a piece on the website today, um one of the journalists here has done a statistical comparison between Ross Barkley and Dimitri Pyatt, who obviously has been shortlisted for Ballon d'Or. Mm. And believe it or not, in almost every area, Ross comes out on top this season so far. I mean, because yeah. he is not at like, the best season piety either, as he no. yeah. apart from, and this might be the crucial one, creativity, assists, creating goals. So and like I think that's if, what he's there If, if you're playing, if you're playing the number ten role or you're playing just behind the striker, that's what you're there for, isn't it? Well, like I can say, fun enough, Ross pass completion, completed plas- passes into key areas. You, you can, yeah, but you can your pass completion.
1: I think Jordan Henderson is one of the best in the league at it. Now, the majority of Jordan Henderson's passes. A sideways or back and not being funny you could get anyone to sit in the middle of that pitch and get the pass completion to 99% if they're passing back all the time it's about affecting a game and Payet does that for West Ham Ross Barkley doesn't that's what they're there to do if you're a number 10 you're a number 10 for a reason because the majority of number 10s are fast they haven't got the pace they've got the brain to create a chance whereas in that's why Ross and Coutinho and all these types of players Deleon, these types of players are there to create chances for the team Now that's the difference between Payer does that for West Ham, Ross Barkley doesn't do it for Everton, that's the main difference.
0: Yeah, it's a fair shout, I mean, pass completion and all all statistics in football, to me, they're a bit, you know, they only tell a small portion of the tale, don't they? Mm. I mean, I agree with Tony, I think you'd you'd, you'd rather have Ross have a low pass completion rate, but throw in, say, really good chances during the game, Mm -hmm. you know, but at other times just give the ball away, where he's trying to set the ball between two defenders Mm. and it doesn't work. So I agree with you on that. Uh, maybe, it's, maybe with the opposite. with Ross is actually it goes back to what we were saying earlier on in the week. He's just he's just playing the game, isn't it? The moment, just passing it to the nearest person, not affecting it. So um, I'd, I'd be looking for him to improve. But it's you know we don't want to go over old ground here and be accused of being <laughs> negative again. But uh, I'd, I'd be looking for him to you know take a few more chances, as what we're saying is, are we here? You know.
1: At the defeat last season, so West Ham at will we'll have hurt the the supporters more than most. When it just the, the way it happened, what what would, the majority of the players will still be there. That'll be playing in this game. I'd say more than half of them. What will have them players learned from last season's basically?
2: Well, it's chalk and cheese in terms of the approach from the managers. Yeah, it? you know they'll know they'll just be playing in an entirely different football and philosophy, a different tactical setup. And they won't believe, hopefully, won't be leaving the back door open, you know, mm. when they're ridiculously chasing uh, more goals when, you know, they've got a, a comfortable uh, foothold. We, in we the were game. winning
1: last year,
0: wasn't we? We were winning 2 0 with 10 men. And, yeah. um, that was you know, it was, I think we said at the time,
2: see the game out. There
0: was yeah. one point, I think, in the second half where we had with 10 men, we were winning 2 0, we still had two full full-backs pomming on. Mm. Um, That's correct, yeah. To me, um, the worrying thing about comparing us where we are now to, to last season is. Those goals you conceded last year against West Ham, we still conceded them this year. You? you know mm. the, the crossing from wide, not closing down the you know the. But the, we don't look, right like for game, do no, no, we look like
1: conceding three or four games. No, no, that's never
0: shout that. but We still we still got the, the vulnerabilities we mm. showed last year. Maybe albeit not to the same same extent, and 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 that's the the worry for me. I mean, I think it will be. I know we're going to talk specifically about tactics later on, but it'd be interesting to see how Cumin plays it on, on Sunday because we were saying on 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 earlier on this week yeah. that Monday, um, sorry. he's far appears to be far more comfortable when he sets his team up to, to play a tight and mm. not he like Tottenham at home and Manchester City away um, whereas we not look more vulnerable but I mean, we've had to chase the game a little bit more mm. um, it'd be interesting how he plays this Sunday because West mm. Ham are not really one of the top teams but then again they're not really one of the you know yeah. like, say Burnley, Bournemouth you know <laughs> maybe throw Crystal yeah. Palace into that is the, the sort of in the middle? they? it yeah. should be interesting to see how he plays it from an attitude uh, perspective. On, on I think Sunday.
1: West Ham, they won't fancy coming to go to Sunday Yeah, about the success last season at the Adi. But they won't fancy when they look at Everton. Uh, we talk about stats this season. Everton at home, they don't concede many. Do they they, they? they, they, they're very hard to break down. Everton at home this season. I think it's a far cry of last season. West Ham. I'll be absolutely amazed if West Ham. Do anything sort of like what he did in the last half hour last season. I'd be gobsmacked because this is a different Everton. He won't be creating that many chances. I just can't say. Even though they're on a bit of a good run and whatnot, I still can't I still can't say. I think Everton are a tough nuts to crack along this season. I think that was one of the, the main things that Ronald Koeman literally forced into this team. Be hard to beat, be difficult to break down, these ta- these types of things is what. It's made Everton basically in the top six this season.
2: One kind of cautionary note ahead of that game is that we've got two key... They have actually tend to be quite fiery contests recently, haven't yeah, they? We've yeah, yeah, yeah. McCarthy put one yeah. in on Pyetic last season, and obviously a bit of bad blood between the uh, two sets of fans, mm-hmm. to a degree and stuff, certainly on social media anyway. Yeah. And my only fear is, as Phil wrote earlier in the week, we've got possibly our two most influential players in Barry and Gay, both one booking away from a, a ban, with some hard games coming up. It so um, we have got Chelsea, haven't we? Chelsea, yeah. So uh, my fear is at least one of them is likely to get booked. Yeah, McCarthy's out again, mm. um, which is a whole other debate. Uh, he's clearly been something's not gone right there with, with Ireland dragging him back. But anyway, yeah, my fear is that we're almost certainly going to be losing one of them now against Chelsea because I honestly can't see the pair of them, especially Barry. Yeah, getting through ninety minutes into West Ham on Sunday without getting booked. It's gonna be a competitive game, isn't it? It's really competitive. Every game's competitive, but that you know, that's what I mean. A of last season yeah, a yeah, they're a bit yeah, spiky yeah, games at West Ham. I think right? that there'll
1: be an edge to Sunday's
0: game, won't there Which which is not a not a bad thing, is it? The no. early,
1: Especially uh, for an early kick-off on a Sunday, yeah. sometimes yeah. they're a bit drab a bit boring to get going
0: but uh, uh, as you said before, like, you know, if there's one thing that gets the crowd up at Goodison, if, if there's a bit of an edge in the if if you're refereeing decisions and the yeah. sort of opposi- opposition tackles going in and things like that. So, i have just be interested to see how, how Kieran plays it. I mean, I know we'll probably talk about forecasting this up well later, but five games without a win, is I and mean, we're going to Chelsea, is it, is it a must-win game for Everton on Sunday, or is it a must-not-lose game? Must-win. I think it's a
1: must-win because of what it does for Everton this season. It's like a stepping stone. We've had a little bit of a lull, and now if you win, then it kick-starts everything then. You gather momentum going into Chelsea. It's fancy having to get a result against Chelsea away if you beat this, if you beat West Ham. If you, I would personally, if yeah. you don't and you get another draw or you get a defeat, it's heads down going into Chelsea. It's confidence, it's a massive confidence thing as well. It, it's a stepping stone to the
2: season. We've had, um, we've thrown the question out on Twitter before we began recording just to uh, see if you've got any questions you'd, you'd like us to address uh, for the, uh, the, the Thursday evening pod. So, What's uh, what's come back to hey,
1: Rob Vera asks, any chance Holgate forces his way back into the team soon? Neither Jags or Coleman have played well of late. I agree with him about Seamus. I think,
2: it, you know, is
1: it the no competition for Seamus?
2: I just don't think we've seen the, the best of Seamus Coleman for some time now. He scored a crack and goal against I Don't get me wrong, he was, he, you know, that game was almost a throwback, but it was isolated moment, really. It's generally, I think he's drop from whereby there was a point when he was always a seven or eight out of ten to being your sixes out mm. for me. And I think he's not going to improve in terms of his final ball into the area. And for a team that relies on full backs getting forward so much. Uh, admittedly not as much under Cool it's yeah. one or the other, which Oviedo hinted to in his interview earlier in the week. One sits, one goes. But Coleman loves to get forward mm. and for me his final ball isn't good enough.
1: Ralph, it's, uh, Mitch basically says the same thing. He said Murray and Holgate to come in for Coleman and Jagielka. Barry also being poor within the last month, as good as the us.
0: I'm not so sure about Barry. I think mm. he's been reasonably effective. I'd say going back, you'd say Gareth's been seven on ten. I was maybe not late to the height of last season, but I don't think he's been, uh, you know, uh, you know, a four or five or six. Uh, so it's certainly keep uh, Barry. Uh, Holgate
1: uh, Coleman situation
0: well this is an interesting one isn't it um coleman i thought was poor on on saturday he was yeah. don't know what he was doing for the first goal just wandering back in you know towards the goal he sort of got caught out for the second goal as well where he, i think he was just ball watching and you know, yeah. like you know he get the louse the burn, he fell fella in and he, he was just sloppy a couple of times let the ball on i was to play and and i'm wicked egg on it i, I think it goes back to, you know, how you know, the risk Ronald wants to take with younger players. Do what I'd say with case he has actually played this season, hasn't he? Yeah, and that's yeah. it's easy for the defender. Maybe
1: yeah. Or why it, not? I understand the type of team to go at Everton's full backs, but he goes to say, Listen, their full backs are dodgy. Oviedo, Coleman's not in the best of form, let's get at their
0: fullback. I'm not, not sure whether they play with natural with yeah. I mean, like Caswell tends to bomb on, doesn't he? I think a little bit. Yeah. Um you know they've got Lanzini and Paya haven't he and Antonio's been yeah you know playing you know near the front so I'm not sure. And uh, it's not like City say we're using the forward to the pitch. Um so I'm not I'm not I'm not I'm not uh I'm not I'm not certain whether you know they will, will attack our four backs. Maybe it is a game to, to bring him in. Um Seamus has arguably been more uh, effectual for the public, hasn't he than, than ever yeah, in this yeah. season. Greg,
1: so um, Paul's wire basically says Everton are becoming too predictable. And um, what do you think to switching three at the back to help our attacking threat?
2: I I agree with him that they're predictable, and it's like what Phil said. You know, without going over old ground, Phil made a very good point on Monday, uh, on the Monday night review show when he said, at the moment, Everton's threat they start with Balassi down the right, and the left suffers, and the very dominance depends on what mood Balassi is in. Don't get me wrong; I think he's a great player. Um, and it won't be happening on the left. So then what Cooman will do, he'll switch Balazi over, then the right'll suffer. Mm. And then he'll switch him back. And we're very lopsided. We we clearly we're crying out for a bit of balance. Uh, and which brings again without going over Gav suggested another good point I felt, do you try and create that width on both sides by playing three at the back mm. and let your full backs push on. Um do you think I'm the, not a fan of three at the back at home. Yeah. Uh, you know, uh, you know when, when we went to, to Wayne Rooney's testimonial, Old Trafford, yeah. and it was an early, early on, and we played three at the back, admittedly away from home against United, and it was terrible. It was really poor, and I just think Kuman was going there to not get beaten, to set up, and to try and, even though it was friendly, yeah. to try out that, that uh, strategy with his players. And for me, it, it just it was stifling to if watch. You, if you, we're going to the match, 2 o'clock, so he did half-twelve, uh, the team comes in, and Everton are
1: playing three at the back and five in midfield. What do you think the fans' view will be on that playing three at the back? Uh, at all? Oh, it's good.
0: Depends on what the five are in the middle. That's Doesn't it. it yeah. early. That's, That's it. the thing. I mean, I think somebody's asked this, haven't he? Um, yeah. On on uh, one on of the, the questions. questions. Yeah. Um, it's it, it's if you go with well, first of all, who's the three at the back, isn't it? Because yeah. you mentioned the but you could you could put Holgate in, couldn't you? See, for if you say, saying Jagielka,
1: Williams, and it's either Holgate indeed. or Moddy. Yeah, it's it's Holgate. Tottenham. Yeah, Holgate like is the like the one on the right hand side. Williams didn't
0: play at Tottenham. Yeah. Then it's either Williams or Jags okay. in the middle. Williams plays that for Wales, doesn't he? I'd middle, middle have Williams himself here. on four. And then whether Jags is the right one to play the left-hand side one, when you want a little pace, you know, it was Harki, say that for you, more, they should be the yeah. the left-hand
1: side one. Two quick, two younger,
0: quicker players on either
1: side of the, the, the back. Well, plate. who are you going to have in the, the five then, Gavin? Um, would you have Seamus and Ovieso? Well, it's a, I think... Because you're not... You're, as much as I don't rate Oviedo, as you know, I don't think Oviedo's fantastic going forwards on the left hand side. So I think he'd.
2: I'd have, personally, I'd have Oviedo because there's no better option for now and Lennon as a right wing back. So you drop you... Seamus. Yeah. But would, would you do that? That's a good shout. Um,
0: I'd certainly have Oviedo. Uh, I think he's actually a bit more suited to the. Sort of pushing Steve up Favre, a little bit, yeah. yeah then, then, sort of defensively but he Delivery's he tends, not
2: the best, old guy, is he? Yeah. He's, but you say what? It's better bet than Sheamus's. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, um, yeah. And
0: I think he, he's been speaking about his role this week, hasn't he? Obviously, yeah. has been and quite saying, interesting. What yeah, saying, yeah. Um, but I still, you know, having to fall back a little bit more. But I still think he's probably better going forward. Lennon depends on the opposition, I think. Yeah. But Lennon, and then if you use the three in the midfield, well, you'd have. Well, that's a good that That's the key about whether you want to make it an offensive five yeah, or a exactly. defensive five isn't what you would you do, do Gav? depends on the opposition I West Ham Sunday <laughs> 3 five two. you've got the team seats <laughs> i so, twelve. Pay me 200 grand for the <laughs> yeah, yeah. managed of the team and I'll, I'll tell you so uh, you picked your 3-5-2 well you'd I I'd, I'd, you'd, you'd probably go there with uh with Barkley uh, Guy, <sighs> uh, and, and and Barry uh, I think it was and, Asia 3
1: and, and then and what would
2: be your three great well you know you've I know what you mean when you, you intake a breath, but you've asked them and that's the thing. It all comes down to Barkley's lack of form because the only way you can make it attacking or not attacking is swapping Barkley really for cleverly, mm. And you've just got to kind of like, again, harken back to what we said earlier in the week, you're either persevering in the blind hope that Ross will snap into the player he once was and stop coasting through games just playing, as Gav said, and make an impact on them. Or you say, which I think you've said a mm. few times, you give him a proper rest of the team. I say rest; it's a bit euphemistic. You mm. drop him, you know, yeah, a... for a bit longer. Yeah. No good for one or two matches. Now, that gonna as be? you know, we've heard Phil suggest before, and he spoke to Martinez last season quite a lot, less, and, and <laughs> cleverly, he, he, Martinez was insisting cleverly he could play in a attacking three. We've not seen that as fans, and I think he, you know, you, you go off your own instinct, and mm. I'm certainly not seeing him as a ten. But could he do much worse than, than Ross has done this season? Well.
1: Yeah, hear me out here. Say if we've just done the three, would you be willing to maybe even try, it's not work for Kevin Morales or Gerard you on, on the whip, would you be willing to put them in where Ross Park? Would well, you know
2: sorry, captain. just quickly, some, you know my feelings on, on, on Jerry at the moment. I'm not saying I've given up on him full stop. I'm nearly there, I have to admit, but not yet. But there was a time last season when him and Rom, that pass from the centre... Jerry picking out Rom worked a few times and, and they did seem to have a bit of a rapport brewing. Um, and Kevin
1: Morales as well. I think at, at different it. times. I think
2: Sunderland the season when he got put, yeah, one at, on at one, put yeah, through one on one. Yeah, different times. But like I say, last season, that Jerry yeah. had a good knack, like a really nice dissecting mm. pass to Rom. Um, but it's when he's been out wide, which is his job basically, because yeah. I don't think he is a natural number 10, that he's stung. So, <laughs> <laughs> which one of them do you give the job to? Yeah, you're right what I'm saying. It's not Ross or Cleverly. You could. As you say, try one of them two, I think if you can't. play Tom
1: cleverly, you're playing three... That's going away, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I think away from home against Man U, City, yeah. Chelsea all night. Yeah, great. But if you're at home and then you're playing two, Coleman and Oviedo, as well as three defensive midfielders, I think you're just asking... Well, you know, I had Lennon,
2: yeah, do yeah. forget. <laughs> exactly. You had Lennon, but yeah. I think you're,
1: even, you're inviting pressure.
2: Yeah. Well, you're inviting
1: it. To be fair, if you're
0: playing like that, Delafee, you say... You're not playing 3-5, so you're playing 3-4-3, three, three, which is quite a popular, quite a hmm. in-vogue well, bo- formation yeah. these days yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, of playing 3-4-3, three, three, um, which, which could work. And I know what you're saying, and, and I think one of the differences today, the of which you picked up on, especially with his, you know, on-field relationship with Rom, is last season, the, the success where they deliver the ball early, you know, them skidded yeah, sort yeah. of senses, you know, yeah. like sort of in between, you know, into the space in front of Ron for him to run onto, and that sort of disappeared from him as yeah. Arsenal hasn't it? He's sort of like now, sort of just wants to get to the byline or just yeah. sort of uh, scurrying up and down the wing, where like those early crosses, as you say, because he, he sort of tops the ball, doesn't he? To yeah. make it making it skid, and they were really effective last year, and that sort of disappeared from his game altogether. Yeah. Do, do you know what you
2: might have hit on something? Do you know what you said about 3 4 3 being in vogue and that? Yeah. Do you think he might actually do that, look to do that? And then when you haven't got the ball, just ask maybe Balassi because he's the most physical, just to drop just in. Drop in so without bit, yeah. the ball, yeah, you're back you to yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah.
0: five Yeah, you could it. do Yeah, There's those there's you know, of variations and, and stuff on target. It's, it, you know, it's only what you put on a sheet of paper, how you deploy it. And if the players are capable of deploying it, a <laughs> completely yeah. different thing. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I think he could do. I think what we're basically saying is here, though, is the Tires are Trusted 4 2 three, one, four, just isn't working at the moment, is it? No. Because of the three, so we need to do something differently yeah. to get the best De- out of the players. So, but you do know. you think
1: because they are so, it, the defensive record is quite good this season. That's where the are. They are predictable, Evan. They don't want to basically nullify this back four that they've got. They don't want to, see for Angersick Everton go three at the back, five in midfield, and next minute there's crosses from left-right and centre against West Ham we're conceding two and three. Then question marks will be
2: asked, why are you changing your back four when it's been so good this well, well, season? Don't forget, it, Tottenham. I know it was. We're going early. We're going back in the summer, but it, it, that was effectively three, wasn't it?
1: It was effectively, but I think Cumin majority of his games this season have been four at the back haven't we? They, they do be four at the back, and we've. I think last week was the first time we conceded two goals in a match. So, and I think Everton's the second best defense in the league. Joint yeah. with Southampton, Tottenham by far the best. So. If it's not broke, there's there's no need to fix it, really. Is it the defence? Is it because of the lack of creation up front? Why change his defence unit because but of it? Because you're be at
2: home, you? no, aren't you? I, I don't know whether the, the onus is well, on. It, or so you're
1: risking, you're risking conceding to try and win a game. Well, that's yeah. as Gav says. That's
0: the balance you've got. Yeah. The humans got to fight. I know, what you're saying there, but you you're playing still playing three centre halves, aren't you? And you're
1: still playing. But
2: you're messing around with the whole yeah, I, I, whole system. I get that's that. I, I get that, season. and and you know. I don't qualified success.
1: Well, it's the second best defense in the league, right?
2: Yeah, joint with Southampton. And look at the league. You know, look at it in terms of the rest of chances created, I know, but goals had enough, scored. Yeah, well,
1: we had enough of that last season Where you can see them twos and threes and fours a game.
0: But, but we're not scoring. they are, We're not. We are yeah, scoring. Know
1: we don't want to change the whole defensive unit just so yeah, to make us create saying. more chances. You've got to if you keep clean sheets with Rom on the pitch, you're going to win games. Okay, so the
0: question was. Like you got asked on, yeah. on Twitter
1: was like you know consider three five two. What yeah. do you think then? No, I'd, I'd stick with what we are. But I'd I'd play I'd play four three three.
2: Go on. Then. I'd
1: play I'd play the three defensive. I'd play cleverly, Guy, and Barry. But I'd play uh, Morales, Balassi, and Lukaku. But I'd play them as a three. Don't play them as two behind or on the width. Push them right. Literally touch tight with Rom. I don't think West Ham would be able to cope yeah. with a three like that. Liverpool do it to perfection. You not. have three up front, and they, run, they, they switch the and centre. So if you have Balasie or Morales or or switching every five minutes, does it,
2: I, uh, I think again, uh, though, it's look swings around. You you can question any formation we can put there, yeah. but does that not leave us vulnerable on either fullback? back bare, especially when we've got Oviedo say and Coleman who's not really in form. You only need to get caught up the pitch a but bit. But don't
1: forget, if you're not in possession, you've still got them two players to drop back a bit.
2: Who, Morales and...
1: You've got three defensive midfielders, don't forget. Three yeah. defensive midfielders. You're not you're not playing a Barkley. You're playing cleverly, yeah. Guy and Barry. Well, cleverly and
2: Guy can get about the pitch a lot, can't they? Lock, they Hardly, so. Barry
1: basically plays as an extra center last majority of the game anyway. Just sit in front of the back four. Like a so sweep, you've he's he's got a sweep another defender mate. there yeah. anyways, and he can slot in a full-back either way. I think it, it's we if we're changing anything... Don't mess around with what's been basically more of a success than what not this season in the defence. Yeah.
0: Do you think? Get... No. Well, He's my not Paul, my call my says it. everything because I'm just trying to think of what you're saying and, and I suppose it boils down to us, you know. Ronald's first priority was tighten up the defence. So what you're saying at the the Institute and what you're saying here, that's the first party. Why would you want to disdain to and clear manager tinker around with yeah. him? But for certain games, you know, he has shown himself capable as you know, manoeuvring the team, yeah, with, you know, where uh, you know, into different positions, you know. Three five two would work. And I, I think I think Sunday could th- in theory be be one of them games, to be honest with you. And <laughs> Um, I, I think um, definitely that, that that we should be looking at that maybe for Sunday, but it's whether it boils down to the you know the Ross thing and yeah. uh, the Morales and David Feio. I was looking just just to uh, finish off something there. Sixty-three Premier League games, Morales, David Feio, and Ross have played this year. Yeah, They've got seven goals That's between the them. That, that's two, poor, two of them were Ross's penalties against Newcastle. That's poor. Uh, that's so an and, open and, play and, and the bomb was the free Ross's kick. kick so and will
2: uh, Did Murat score a free kick as well? Was that neat?
1: R- Ross's got. I think Murat's got four. I think this year. Um, that's poor. Shocking. That, uh, Shock. that, know, that, that For three just, of your creative players. Yeah. That is absolutely so, abysmal. So that that's, so it, it shows how
2: well the defence are yeah. doing. When you've got that in front of you. No, and this that this year, he said. This, this calendar That's yeah. even
0: worse. isn't it? So Jesus. it's, it's it, that points to you know, basically what we said. said, you know, for most of this season, if that phase is not working, not productive enough. Um, so you know, it needs to change uh, for me. And you know, I I I, I think I to get Kepalasi by Ron would be. Would be something I think I could wear.
1: One one player who's an absolute certainty to be on the team sheet on Sunday is Romelu Lukaku. And Will Flowers asks, why do you think Rom scores against West Ham United so much? <laughs> Gav, you're the stat man. What's his <laughs> records, what's his records against West Ham? Well, Dan?
0: it's a uh, he scored well. eight appearances scored in every one, hasn't he? Which is uh, some going. Hasn't a it? club nobody's ever done that. In eight, eight consecutive games against the the same opponent scored. Uh, Northern not you know. even the great William Ralph. He did. He he did score against eight, and eight against Barry, but he missed two in that sequence. So he played, oh, So he didn't actually, Not good enough. No, not good enough. So Rom, Rom's, far better, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, so, so Rom's far better. So far obviously. <laughs> um, you know, some some defences are not more naturally likely to give you an opening uh, the way they play. Perhaps that's the case with uh, West Ham. Yeah. He scored. I mean, the one he scored the. He was put him through Upton up Park um, huh. last year because he went round the keeper, didn't he? Last year, La you know, That La 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 yeah, he scored his yeah.
1: two debut goals, didn't he? As well, yeah, long. yeah, knocked he, himself out, uh, didn't yeah. he? Yeah, uh, 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 yeah,
0: you just get some players who are just naturally, uh, you know, just like you know, the way the other team plays can suit them, and he scored a few at West Ham and he's just gone round the keeper, and yeah, yeah. um. And but the one, of course, uh, you know, may score they put
1: the most costly one with the penalty miss last year, wasn't it? The yeah. same, you know? you you're backing again, Greg, wouldn't you? It's just, it's yeah, last against West Ham on Sunday.
2: I sort of think it. I just think it might be coincidental. You know, I don't think there's anything that West you Ham to score a goal to, a, know, in eight yeah, consecutive matches against it is, the, the same opponent. It is kind of remarkable, isn't it? But I mean, because West Ham have changed, albeit not. Massively, but from when Ron first came and scored those two goals, there's been different managers, different personnel. So I don't really think you can... Maybe, as Gav said... Do Do you think he's just as a... I just think some players just click. It just comes to confidence. They think, I've had a score against these in the past, it's in the back of their mind, and maybe they back themselves a little bit more. Because he scores as two goals. Because he has, it just builds momentum. I just honestly think it could be that. I'll tell you what. one thing I did think when Gav hit us with that. Bombshell start about the calendar year yeah. and that many goals between the three of them. Thank, I mean, looks. I will for all day moan about Ross Ros, Rom's sorry Rom's first touch, Rom's at times lack of effort, and Rom's ability to kind of just zone out the games. But thank God for them goals because without them, I <laughs> don't know where Jesus. we'd be. I honestly don't know where we'd be. Well, yeah.
1: we we just we just touched upon about um, maybe possibly replacing them three players that we've just spoke about, Ross and then um, Delefeu and Morales. Um, Jay Hipster asks, how much is in the kitty in January and is Koeman here for the long term or are we just a stepping stone? In my opinion, I think Koeman's dreams are to manage Barcelona. And by doing that, I think he'll have to make Everton a success. He'll have to put Everton into the top four or win a trophy. So, and I'll be happy with that. If I see Everton in the top four or win a trophy, I'll be happy. So I think Cuban's long term is to manage a Barcelona. I think that's it. But in the short term, it's to make Evan a success and by doing that, he'll become the Barcelona manager. That's
0: in my opinion. Yeah, yeah. I mean, what was it? What was it? for the long term. Is he
1: here for the long term, or are we is a stepping stone? I think we are a
0: stepping stone. What's what's long term for the manager? Now? Exactly. It's. it's Getting given it, given it's two it's or not, it's year not Alex Ferguson is it? It's well, not uh, Arsene Wenger, it's,
1: it's three years. Well you don't see managers getting four or yeah. five
0: year contracts okay. anymore, then so, days are gone aren't so you? So if you, if, you, if, um, if you go on the, the general principle of three years, yeah, then yeah, yeah of course it is. Yeah. Um, and as you say, you, the good good thing for us, if, and the good thing for Arnold is is if you want to aspire to manage uh, the biggest club in the world, or one yeah. of the two or three biggest clubs in the world, then you can only get that through success at Everton, which is going to be good news for us, hasn't it, really?
1: We've talked about this, obviously, this guy several times. Would you guys flog Ross Barkley if a decent big came in, given his lack of progression, and what price would you sell for? Me, personally, I'd give him until the end of the season. I think you can only keep hoping and praying that he's going to be a success at Everton. You can't just drift in and out of games and in season, in season, out. As, as Ronald Koeman touched on in his press conference last week, 150 games, he's been playing in the league for four years. He's not a young lad anymore. And for Everton to become what Ronald Koeman wants them to be, a top four club or win a trophy, if that means Ross Barkley needs to be sold, so be it. Regardless of whether he's a scouter, an Evertonian, that's got nothing to do with it. It's his playing ability that he's got abundance of, but he's not showing it frequently for me. And if he's sold, if you get 40 50 million for him, Fantastic. But in my opinion, I think give them till the end of the season and that's about it as far as I'm
2: concerned. We're going around in circles with, with Ross. I'm, mm. I'm bored, we talking about it. <laughs> and we're not getting 40 or £50 million for him at the moment anyway. What's the point? in I know earlier in the week, I kind of like speculated, would you sell him in January? Um, I actually don't think that's a very... Well, it wouldn't happen. And I don't think it's a very wise idea anyway. Do you think what you're would- saying is, sorry, sorry just, there might well be... An argument come the summer, but even I don't think humans hesitate one job no, I don't them. think he would particularly, but i, I not in January, and um but to to answer the next question, what would you sell him for? What would the market value dictate? Well, all right, attacking players tend to have a higher premium than defensive mm. players. We got just shy of fifty for John stones um I think Ross is what is he in the bracket of a
1: He's not in the 25
2: million, 30 million pound player. Mm. Is that is that being generous? Just
1: form? There's not going to be many yeah. takers for them, yeah. is really? there? That, I mean, you've got
2: the English premium isn't there again. Um, how old is Jordan Henson when he joined Liverpool? He's quite young. I think he was younger, younger than, than Ross? Is, yeah, I think he's younger than Ross. I now. think you could probably argue for a 30 million pound player. Yeah, then. I think, um, I, would you think Rick Koeman would have any
1: hesitation in selling him in, in, in the summer, Gav? I think we've we seen what he done to um, Sadio Mane last season. I think he basically tries to show the team, show the fans, show the supporters, look, I'm boss of I think, was frozen out the team or something last yeah, season. Yeah, but it's the different reasons. I don't think it's because... Which is a yeah, reason, yeah. yeah, yeah. But it, I think Koeman makes a case out of this to show who's boss. He's not. He's just not interested in any other player regardless of how good they are. He'll show who's
2: boss, and if he needs to make a statement, he'll oh, do Yeah, it. but I don't think he would have wanted it. if he have still been at St um, Mary's this season. Yeah, you wouldn't have wanted to sell Manny. No, of course not. But he sold a loads of other players in the between, didn't right. he? Because he's had two hasn't. Yeah, he? yeah exactly.
0: Yeah. Uh, answering the question. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, uh I think I'd have no hesitation in selling them. To be honest with you. I think uh, I think on the basis of that if it if it's the best for all parties like John Stones probably uh, And then three that the other two we talked of as well. Yeah, yeah. Roxas is slightly different maybe Keller Fish, but um but that's the thing with Ross, isn't it? He has to improve, and like, hopefully this is the last time we'll have this conversation about him, yeah. because I want to see that improvement, you know, tactics permitting, on there, definitely, on, on
1: Sunday. Greg, it obviously the onus is on Rom every single week, every single week. Get us out of a hole, get us out of a hole. Now goals have got to come in from every which way, left, right, and centre. We can't just basically keep this on Rom every single week. Mm-hmm. Now. Would would the would Ronald Koeman spring a surprise on Sunday? Will any the be in the squad? Or Kone no. or a Kone or Valencia? Will any of the well will Phil, he sp- will he spring a surprise no. in the team?
2: Well, Phil, uh, Phil speculated Neil or I think suggested that he might even see you know let's star Valencia. Can,
0: can Valencia play on that Sunday? Ah, uh, right, there, yeah. Can't he? Yeah. yeah, yeah. I think we'd be, be determined. That didn't me.
1: think
2: Is and, that, uh, I don't think.
1: He's unknown, sure, yeah. quite possibly. I, I wasn't sure bad, you so.
2: could you could actually still insist on that clause, though. No, it's a really gentleman's agreement, now? No, isn't no, it? No, it's
1: not I, written in a contract, it's just like basically a verbal agreement. No, it, didn't, it, didn't it stop after the while of our scores? Uh, <laughs> because
0: of a portsmouth, yeah. didn't they? I, I
1: think, um, which was a
0: crucial goal at the time. I think it, I yeah. think it, uh, I'm fairly certain
1: that um, you can't under,
2: under the regulation. Well, I'll defer to the stat man, in which case. Uh, would he
1: spring a surprise? Maybe well, throw no a towel other... and he's something no. on the bench? No,
2: no. no. So if
1: you're Salvin Billich now, basically, you know thinking, what you're gonna, I yeah. know how Evan are going to yeah. play. I know, the, I know the squad. Yeah. I know who's injured. I know the system.
2: Yeah, you can say that for most teams though, can't you? I don't think you're going to, obviously, you're not going to see would, the you, ass. would you, if Evan are solely reliant on the sense of on um, the goals coming from one but we said. But this is what we said. This yeah. is why we've got to have to make ends meet till January because there's no viable other option. Otherwise, you did, it, Kone isn't getting a look in. Nias, don't even mention it. Dowell, as Phil said it, as <laughs> yeah. Phil said earlier in the week, yeah. Dowell is blowing hot and cold. Mostly cold, unfortunately, at the moment for the 23s. s. So, uh, personally, because I, I when I said earlier, would you start Lennon? I mean, yeah, I suppose. Yeah, that, that yeah, not, maybe.
0: Can, can, just, just to finish off, yeah. I, 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 further to our conversation on Tuesday, I was thinking about it is, and I don't want to go through the whole Teddy Malala stuff. But <laughs> I'm sicker
2: myself. I'm, go- to I'm go- gonna. I'm gonna, I'm gonna t-
0: is the fact that there's so much uncertainty about their places and the fact that we hopefully have got that, we will have a transfer kitty and they're probably going to be the players that are, are going to be the place first of all, how do, do you think that affects their play, that actually, oh I know I'm going in January, so do I really need to put, and I'm not saying that yeah. it is, but is sometimes the natural reaction to that thing actually, maybe you
1: don't give, Perhaps as much as what it's, you would say. It's, it's a good point, Cav. I think it just shows you; it'll show you the character of a player. Yeah. Because if a manager's made you made his mind up on a decision that you, there's a good chance that you will be sold in January. Well, do you know what me? If I, as my character, I'd want to prove that manager wrong. I'd be wanting to pull out all the stops. So if I was Morales and I know him, there's a good chance of me getting flogged in January, I'd be looking to put the best performances on as I can as possible for two reasons: one, to prove the manager wrong. And secondly, I'll get a better club than Everton, so I'd, wa- I'd be wanting yeah. to do that. But yeah. I don't think you, you shouldn't be down on tools. Like it looks to me as though them three effective players are.
0: Yeah, and yeah, I'm not saying that they are for that reason. It's just that I suppose you could expand it because we went through the, the squad did me on mm. on, on on Tuesday. Yeah. I can never remember what day Tuesday but... I mean, we said like, and a few people have picked up on this, on that, but there's four or five people we say we'd definitely be there, yeah. the so that leaves a hell of a lot of players <laughs> <laughs> with a degree of uncertainty yeah, around yeah. them, doesn't it? And I'm just wondering whether that is beginning to transmit itself on the pitch in terms of the performances. It's an interesting
1: point, Gav, because we, I think we've got wins in one or two players, well, we did, did we? like some McGee's And the ass players who he's basically told, you're not getting used, you're not coming anywhere near the club. Do you think Cumin may have told a boss or a Delafayu or a Morales at the start of the season, "I'm not going to be using you as much," but now he's having to rely no, on them. No, hence why the performances are so no, bad.
2: Absolutely not. I don't think he actually speaks to the players one on one very much outside the train. What mm. from what I've gleaned, there isn't. You know, he's not their best mate. He's not constantly, you know, on the phone. He's not chirping away during meal times. He gets his message across in training through his own coaching and through Erwin's, but I think he has very limited discussions with them, and I, I wouldn't have thought so. Yeah, and
0: and, and why would he say that anyway?
2: Because he's, you know, he's... making it role for his own match. Yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. But he says to, there's a good five or six players who he has told us to. Yeah, I mean? but he hasn't needed them, arguably. But the ones he, he's going to need, surely he'd be wiser to keep that to himself, wouldn't he?
1: Possibly, yeah. yeah. Th-
2: oh,
0: well, you could have the reverse where they're asking the club, yeah. But you know, I, do, I just think that general, you know, and, I'm not, you know, no position to name names, and hopefully, it's not happening. But I do think when you've got this general uncertainty at the moment around players' futures, because we have got a bit of cash and to spend, hopefully, in, in January, the that that's sort of transmitting itself at the moment.
2: Do you know what, just quickly before we, we move on to uh, another aspect of the weekend you are saying about like spring a surprise and i know you meant in attacking personnel but just one player how i still cannot for the life me figure out why they hand him a 2 year contract in the summer is Darren Gibson
1: i, I remember him at, at the time right and i said when he was
2: reasonably fit he was playing in friendly so yeah. he hasn't kicked the ball in anger since i i understand that
1: But well, we were willing to let him go For a free transfer, right? He was willing to give him that contract. He was going free transfer, probably would have signed for Middlesbrough, someone like that come up, Hull, someone like that would have took him up. Now, yet he hasn't played as much this season. We know his injury record. If Everton were to sell him in January, how much would they get for him? Would you say? I
2: don't know. I I don't know. know. So, my argument is you get two, three million for him? (laughs) Maybe. Maybe, I mean. So, th- based on what is, based on what, based on his experience, experience and league. don't
1: forget when he is fit, he's a really
2: good player. By the oh, way, he gets in. He gets in team if yeah, he's yeah, fit. Yeah. By the oh, way, oh, I, d- well, I don't know. I d- he's one of the best passers we've got. Who? Well, he's the best passer we've got. At the football club. Hold on, Gareth Barry's paid twice his age. And, uh, well, not twice his age. Yeah, Gareth Barry does a different role. Danny
1: is. Ten times the passer than any midfielder we've got. Yeah,
2: but he's he not can as good
1: prefer- as Barry, and they're in the same role for me. I know that's in, in defensive-wise. I'll agree with you what Barry yeah. doesn't bring to the so table. you're not
2: picking Gibson in the same team as Barry in a I,
1: forward role? No, I'm putting him maybe alongside him. We've just talked about Tom Cleverley. Yeah, CL. you'd want to run it them too, wouldn't you? But of course you would, but if he's fit, this is what I'm yeah. trying to say, if he's fit, and there's no better passer to the football club than him. You, you, you could,
0: 4-3-3 might be a thing where you could apply Gibson... Barry and Guy and just played Gibson a little bit in front of them. To, to
1: yeah. pass the ball. but the only the only yeah. recognition I could say that they did give him the contract was to make money on him when we sold him. It was a no-brainer to sell him for him to just give him away, was it? You're going to get some money. You're not going to give him away, are you, in January? Someone's going to come in with a million or one and a half million or something. I th- I th- yeah, I think
0: going back to uh, one of the, one of the, the points of Nisham, I think so, his current injury problems didn't he get into playing for the Ireland.
2: Yeah. Didn't he, was was he did yeah, he? He was signed his
0: a couple of years ago, and he's, not, he's not. been seen since, has mm. he? Um, I don't know what what the, the future is with with Gibson. To be honest with you, mm. um, but as you say, it's it's sad because you know, certainly like when he first came to the club, he was on it. turns it now that season when the Alberts did, came he? in, and he was tremendous. Such a, and gift, and, such a gift, such a gifted footballer,
2: but um, just never never done it. Never justified uh, no. even the the measly fee we paid for him. Sadly, but you never know. Never say never. Um, it's obviously the game that's gonna. It's been chosen because it's nearest to Mark anniversary of, of Howard Kendall's passing. Um, you know, still doesn't feel like a year. Uh, I know it's, it's actually been a bit more in the year now, but it's that's the game. It's it's gonna be a strange one, I think. We've got um, you know the a lot of the fan groups have have uh, asked the club to you know, officially mark the game. I'm sure they would have, but the you know the the concept of, um, of Minutes of applause is back on back on the agenda. Um, I mean, look, Howard. We all love him. Great, great man. The greatest manager the club's ever had. Uh, I'm all for honouring honouring him in every way. And if the fans feel that it's that's by a minutes applause, I think it's the best way. Um, what are we thinking of? Because this specific I... uh, tribute involves a few minutes, doesn't it? Yeah, it does.
1: I think I'm all for in respect to your ex-players your ex-managers I'm all for that don't get me wrong but it happens before the game and if it's obviously in the fourth minute or whatnot, rounds of applause for Howard, and that's great it's all well done I just think it's I don't know there's something inside me that just the, the four, four different time slots during the match it it's just four. I think it's four different times yeah, during the game I don't charge with it me personally I think but don't forget I think Howard's, Howard Kendall himself he wouldn't want that I, I think he personally has wanted Everton to win the game more than most Get the game and get the fans behind the team and win the match. I think the four different time slots behind the, behind the, uh, in, in the crowd, uh, it doesn't side with me. Pay your respects, rounds of applause before the game, what Great manager, great player, greatest of all time as far as I'm concerned. Obviously, as, as an Everton manager, pay your respect there. And then that's it as far as I'm concerned. There's a game of football to win and that's without, Ken. There's one more than anything.
0: Yeah, yeah, I, I, I agree with all of that. I'm just... Uh... I'll extend that a little bit further maybe, I'm just just slightly uncomfortable with this whole thing about random minutes, applause at Mm. certain key minutes for for whatever reason, however noble to own football games, It's it's, it's maybe social media it's it's this thing now where going to the game has suddenly become not not going to the game, it's a a sideshow to other things that are going on and people pay money to, to go to match. And as other people turn around and say, let's get behind the team on Sunday, we've not won for five games, yeah. you know, rather than sort of, we should, we should be doing this. So, you know, they obviously, you know, I agree with their right to say that. And the whole minutes thing, to me, has just got completely, you know,
2: out of hand. It never for, happened uh, like 15 years ago, 10 no, years no, ago, does no, it? I think it's like with anything, when it starts for a while, it's effective and it's yeah. remarkable. And then after a while, a passage of time, and I think especially with this in football, it loses its effect, doesn't it? Yeah. And there's been a lot lately in all different Premier League clubs you know, and football and league clubs. Exactly. And I just think it's kind I, of losing I its I think its to do it before power. the match, when the, before the players come out, everyone can
1: see, the families can see, everyone can see. You've paid your respects, that's it before the game. It's a game of football, people mm. tend to forget. Yeah. You come in, you watch a game of football and you go home. It's yeah. not a theatre, It's not. A, it, it's, you don't do anything like that, it's a game of football. But if Everton should, seek for sake, you've seen teams, I heard one mention like, on the 84th minute, because we won the league in 84." if Everton are getting beat to the early 84th minute, i have to get out of his hand, <laughs> I
2: think at its best, it's organic, if you remember when the Newcastle supporters did it for the, the two fans who died and on the plane going to watch them pre-season, it was something very much fan-led and they organised it and it was it was commendable, it was yeah, great yeah, yeah, and yeah. it was happening and as I say, it was organic, it was just happening, yeah. the club didn't have anything to do with it. Now, in fairness, this is what, the Everton fans, I've tried to do for this Sunday. Mm. It is organic, but I, I just, and I feel full credit for them for trying to honor such a man as Howard in, in whatever way they can think of. And so I'm not, I'm not knocking that. Yeah. I just kind of agree with you both. I'm particular yeah. what Gav was saying then. Is it, it, is it becoming stop? a distraction? It is. When does it
0: stop? It's, it's, it's. Well,
2: Howard is the ultimate. side. So you know, if you can do it for anyone, do it for him. Yeah, but no, I mean,
1: like, when to the stop? Like, if a player. X player passes away next week. He was number, I don't know, twenty five. Oh, so he's in the twenty fifth minute. You can't do it every week. Obviously, Howard Kendall. That's he's top notch, and that's as far as as I'm concerned. Yeah, but before the game, win the game of football, and then what? Dedicate that win for Howard Kendall. That'll be more than. A round of applause in the fourth minute as far as i'm concerned yeah i was, I was
0: going to say like there's few players with squad number 99 now isn't <laughs> my question that, like no but it, it's just part of why is the thing this this stage management of football games mm. that encompasses everything from players taking the kids around to the final day of the season to playing music after games and sort of minute silences yeah. for things with only like a tenuous link to football you know it's a, the whole thing around that going back to what you're saying Tony, yeah. only it should be about a football game and going to watch mm. it and cheering your team on and Moaning and groaning and doing what you want during on the game, not involving loads of other things from yeah, the outside side. Phones, yeah, yeah, for, yeah. for for once a better phrase, gagging in on the yeah, action. Yeah, you, yeah, know, yeah, you know, yeah, totally it's agree. about going. To the game. I fully, you know, agree with anybody's right to put the suggestions in, th- uh, in however mm. noble. But to me, we're losing sight of that in football. It's 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 about a game of football, and we should be totally, um, you know, you know, t- totally behind the team not not anything else during the game and I just don't I just don't like the, the 90 minutes
2: applause mm-hmm. it's just gone gone completely out of it I I think everyone's got their own take on it yeah. and, you know and everyone's you know entirely you know don't, doesn't have to if they don't want to yeah. applause but then if they do feel that they want to remember Howard in that way during the game then why not yeah
0: yeah, they, I, I agree but I,
2: I, that, that's fine I
0: mean I think West Ham's a good game to, uh, to have because Howard was youngest uh, mm-hmm. FA Cup final player was against West Ham. Yeah. Scored his first Evan goal against West Ham. Played his final Everton game against West Ham and we got the the, the Championship trophy in eighty five against West, oh, West Ham. So yeah, so it's a, like a nice yeah like, and also yeah. Bobby Moore's five hundred league appearance Godson good was in seventy two and Howard was the Evan captain, give him like a silver salver on, on the pitch before Is the game. Hit? Like so so he's got a lot of connections with West Ham. So it's yeah. a nice nice, nice game yeah, to have. Yeah. But as you say, so that should be done before, before the game as yeah. soon as the referee blows the whistle 90 minutes, it should be totally behind. But do you know what they could so do? They
2: could just have a kit with you know something on it to commemorate Howard just for that yeah, game. Yeah. Maybe, I don't know, just his initials on the back or something. I don't Possibly. know, yeah. but um, but more than, more, more than most, win the game <clears> for them, yeah, I win the that, game. That, that's what I mean. But I just don't think you can knock fan groups for trying No, 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 I can't, but not it, that we are, I'm not no, saying no, that. No,
0: no, no, and I, 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 think, but I, I just don't, the general con, not to run about. This the specifically, but just generally, this whole this whole thing. Mm. But what I would say, it be said, that it's, it stops if somebody concedes a goal purely because of lost concentration, because uh, yeah, cause that happened at Anfield, didn't it, with uh, Jamie Carragher, I think, in two thousand and seven, where they put the you know that the, the fire evacuation thing yeah. when went on just before half time, and Carragher lost concentration, and Robbie Keane nicked in yeah and, and and scored, and I think they changed the times then because. Because players are conscious of what goes on. Oh, yeah. I the pitch. And I think there is a risk, isn't it? that all of a sudden the crowd starts applauding and you just switch off the second yeah. in the game of football. Another so example
1: of that, Gav, is when Liverpool, it was funny enough, it was a Liverpool game at home a couple of seasons ago when the players, um, the fans, walked out the ground in protest at the ticker places. They were playing Sunderland. They were oh, 2 yeah, yeah. with five minutes to go. And he said everyone, uh, I think it was ten minutes to go, something like that, the fans were walking out. As they walked out, Sunderland scored two goals. Because yeah. the, the 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 play is just so it, it so it does influence. Them yeah there. it does
0: and, and I think that that's also the danger. Um it's like, I'm fully agree like, with anybody wants to do it but it's just not not my bag, I'm afraid. Anyway.
2: Predictions sad for
1: Sunday? I think Everton will win. I think they win well on on am Sunday they come back to form and I can see a three one win for Everton.
2: Okay.
1: Uh,
0: I'd like to share Tony's optimism. Yeah. I'm going to go with my. We're being uh, positive this week. Positive. <laughs> being
2: positive. <laughs> yeah. um, one or. Okay. Yeah, I, I think i will win purely as Tony said because I think West Brom, West Brom, West Ham have had um, had that extra exertion in the week and hopefully our energy levels will be a bit too much for them. Um, I think we'll win two one. Two one. So hopefully, yeah. I mean the important thing we've all agreed pretty much is a must win game oh definitely getting the points in the bag before a difficult game away at Stamford Bridge with them as well in a little bit of form in the league so uh, fingers crossed thanks very much for listening anyway and we'll be back with you on Monday for the Monday Night Review Show and later on next week thanks again